I was asked to come today and talk about call, I immediately thought about all the ways I've been called to do something in my life. When you get to a certain age, I'm not quite 60, but in that range, right, you think about and you look back on your life at the choices that you made along the way and the route your life's taken. So I think of a poem called Footprints. It's not, there's no author to it, but he talks about a dream that he had and his life is um, presented to him, and he has two sets of footprints on the sand, and he's having a conversation with God. So these are, as he's walking, the course of his life, God is walking with him. So there's two sets of prints. But he notices at the saddest, most troublesome times, there's only one set. So he asks God, why would you abandon me at the most troublesome times of my life? And God replies that he would never leave him but at those times of one set of prints was when he carried, when God carried him. So I thought of, my story is more about being carried than it is about my calling. So I'll explain why. So I did start, um, I didn't start in my 20s. So I'm talking about my, I grew up on a farm in Wisconsin, really small town. And my mom, my parents divorced, my mom remarried, and we moved to town I put quotes on that, to town. Now, it's still a small town, 18,000 people, but there's a little more opportunity in a town of 18,000 as opposed to unincorporated. Have you ever seen those signs in small town Wisconsin? Unincorporated. So that means you have a gas station and six churches, right? That's what they have in those unincorporated. So I went to high school, and our last semester, we had a group session talking about what are you going to do after high school? And I realized that there were other options besides college, because I was one of the few people in this room saying I was going to college. People talked about, oh, I'm going to take a year off. Oh, I'm going to go to tech school. And I thought, wait a minute. I thought you went to high school, you go to college, you get married, and then whatever happens, right? So I thought it was very strange, because it never crossed my mind that you had another option. Although my, I was the first one in my family even going to college. So I, I don't know where it came from. Another one of those carried, right? So I was accepted to the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire as a science major. So graduation night, we're all lined up, caps and gowns, a reporter from the local paper, because this is a small town, so what are you going to write about? Graduation at the high school, right? So he's interviewing students. I was asked, what did I want to do after high school? And I said, I want to help people. Little cute little... 17-year-old self that I was, and I want to work in the medical field. Well, the only thing they printed is that Brenda Boone wants to help people, right? So did I get a lot of grief over that? Absolutely. They didn't say what I was going to do with that helping people, right? So why healthcare? I had an empathy for others. I really wanted to take care of people. I had a brother who um, had some really serious health issues as we were growing up, and it didn't cross my mind until I was older that that was probably one of the reasons I picked healthcare. But I went ahead and went to college. There was a nursing program at college. I didn't even think about being a nurse. My mother was a nurse, however, and she told me not to be a nurse. Doctors are mean to you. Don't be a nurse. So I thought, okay, I won't be a nurse. But at the time, I thought they were talking about how everybody disapplied, and so I thought, okay, if I'm going to be a nurse, I'll apply. If I get in, great. If I don't get in, 
I'll go over here. Well, I got in. So again, I'm carried now into this nursing program. I graduated, and I thought, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. It was the best non-decision I ever made, and I've not regretted it. Flash fast, fast forward 20 years. I was working at a hospital down the street. I was a manager of a cath lab. The chief nurse executive said, we want you all to have your master's. How can we get you to get your master's? I said, well, you have to pay for it. It has to be on work time. It has to be on campus. And I said, okay, we'll do all that. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to get my master's. Again, now I'm carried into a master's program. I was never one of those that weighed the pros and cons of various programs. I didn't even know what this master's was going to give me. Just that, oh, I have a master's. Great, check that off. I just blindly followed. Another God carried me over here, right? So I graduated, left that manager position, lobbied for an advanced practice nurse in the ER. I was an ER nurse, had been there for 13 years, loved every minute of it. I thought, that's where I'm going to be. She wanted me to go to radiology, and I thought, I don't want to go there. Praying about it, I said, God, wherever you want me to go, I just don't want to go there. I'll go wherever you want, but not there. So guess where I'm ended? I went there, right? So now I'm in radiology. I was, again, carried to there. But it was, again, the best non-decision I've ever made. I learned so much, made a major contribution in an area that has very little nursing input. I was able to put evidence-based practice in an area that didn't have any. So it was fabulous for me. Then a friend of mine suggested we go to a PhD program. And I said, okay. So our chief nurse executive, who also got us all our master's, was paying for part of the PhD program, but she was leaving. So my friend said, okay, let's do I said, okay, let's do that. I was single at the time, and I'm like, I didn't want to date, and I needed something to do. So I thought, okay, I'll get a PhD. So we applied. <laughs> of course, the application period was over, and we applied anyway, and I got in. Again, carried into a PhD program, really another non-decision on my part. But actually, again, one of the best decisions I didn't make, right? So after grad school, I was started teaching adjunct because my partner in crime, who was in my PhD program with me, had a mentor that dragged her to different things. So he's, because he knew her, he dragged me to things too, right? So he asked me to teach. I don't know anything about teaching, but okay, you can teach. Great, I'll do that. So he said, anytime he asked me to teach something, I said yes. So now I'm pulled into teaching. Again, another non-decision that was really a great thing for me. So my employer, fast forward last year, decided to offer early retirement. I wasn't at an age to retire. I didn't want to retire. I said, I can't quit this job. I've been here for 32 years. But I came on campus for a meeting, ran into somebody and said, Brenda, I'm so, so weird you're here. We were just talking about you. We want to offer you a job teaching here full time. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, the application period ended, was ending on Friday. This was a Wednesday. And I said, okay, another non-decision. It was, again, God's carrying me into another place. So I took the early retirement and took the permanent teaching position here last year. So, and I've been loving it. And if you think God does not speak to you, you are totally mistaken. So I know 
that nursing was my calling. And I've given that analogy of how being carried along, but it really was my calling. And I didn't get to talk about all the ways that I've been able to impact patients' lives and how they've impacted my life. But I will tell you that being a nurse has brought everything to my life. So, and it is truly my calling, and I'm really glad that God carried me along on this journey to where I am today.